Cool. All right, good. Welcome everyone to uh, NLP Today. And today we're just gonna have some fun, create a new year, a new car. It's an idea I had, you know, and because uh, sometimes I do think contrary to popular opinion uh, and wonder uh, uh, why things work and when they don't work. Uh, and that's just kind of the way it is. I'm doing some different things and having different fun. As, but this came up and uh, so I thought we would do this today, right? And as always, I always start this for all my trainers or people watching, because you never know where a video will be shown or where it'll pop up. So always put your contact info, nfnlp.com or drwillhorton.com, which is live and it's still being tweaked. It's a new, you know, I, I changed the website. Uh, I haven't changed NLP, NFNLP yet. Uh, so anyway, let's just have some fun with this, right? So today, as always, I always start with what can I learn new today? You know, is there going to be something you already know? A lot of you are much more knowledgeable in a lot of these topics than I am. I admit that. Uh, but how can I apply this info, right? And if it's, even if it's something you know, can you learn something different from it? You know, lately I've been uh, listening to a lot of audio, uh, audible books. I always list the audible books, but I've got a new stream I'm listening to, different ones. Uh, Caldini again, and some of these other people in the persuasion and influence field. And I'm always fascinated. I'll listen to it, really like it, you know, because I've been driving a lot lately and I love listening to those when I drive. And then I'll listen to it again later on and I hear something different, right? Or a different take. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, that one kind of escaped me. Um, and Or when I'm reading a physical book, which I don't read as much physically as I used to, but when I'm reading a physical book or an article, same thing happens. Read it once, then you read it again. You see some, maybe not see something different, but something else pops out. So what can I learn new today, even in old information? How can I apply this info personally and professionally? And as always, how can I enjoy this class? So the agenda today is, we're first going to go what we know about like goal setting and all this stuff that, that that's out there. Things like goal sheets and you know, targets and all that, you know. I'm going to add in looking at the why. You know, if you're going to lay a goal out, do you know why you're laying that goal out, right? And then I'm going to tie that in with vision boards, right, with, with and, and combine some ideas. And then lastly, talk a little bit about commitment. You know, what can we do with that, right? So, you know, at this, why are we doing this now? You know, well, or it's, this time of year where people start planning the new year, the new year process, whether you want to call it resolutions or goal setting, you know, things like that. A lot of us do that. And, you know, so let's look at what seems to work and what can we do different and, and to add some different takes to what we do. And again, this will be very kind of short and to the point. Uh, so what do we know? Well, <clears throat> You know, when you look at people that study this kind of stuff, um, they do know that goal sheets seem to work, writing down your goals, right, and, and laying out, right? And there's a lot of thought, you write down your goals and the action plan to get there and all this other stuff, right? Um, but the most famous one that was talked about, Zig Ziglar was the first that people can remember, uh, is writing down your goals. That there was a study done at a major Eastern university where 3% of the people wrote their goals down, yada, yada, yada. And then with a 20 year follow up, 
you know, those 3% were like more financially successful, personally, yada, yada, yada. Well, that study was never done. It was never done. Nobody could find it. You know, some guys that were doing their, either their thesis for their master's or their doc or their, or for their doctor or something like that. They wanted to find the origins of it. They couldn't find it. And they called like all the major universities up and down the East Coast, uh, all over, reached out like, you know, to the psych department, the social work department, and even the business department, where you might expect to see those kind of things like writing down your goals. They couldn't find it. You know, they just couldn't find it. So when they asked Zig Ziglar about it, um, when they asked Zig Ziglar, his first response was when he said it, you know, maybe the, it, it wasn't true. He went, well, it's too bad. It's a good idea and it seems to work. <laughs> Something like that. It's like, ah, you know. And since then, they have duplicated somewhat of those studies about writing down your goals and doing those kind of things. And they kind of, an analogy would be those of you, you know, if you've gone to college or, or even if you're, in, you know, kids in high school, those that plan to go to college and lay out a plan to go to college are much more likely to go, right? Uh, especially since now we don't get interrupted with uh, forced federal service like we did for a while in the, uh, from the 30s through the uh, early 70s. But, you know, so you have a goal. Or if you're in college, the people that go to graduate school, the ones that make the plan to go. It just That's just kind of knowledge, right? And there's a lot of thought about, you know, when you lay your goal sheets out, you know, then making an action plan and all this. Um, we'll leave that talk for another day. But one of the drawbacks, it seems, and this is just me talking here, is if you lay out two of a detailed action plan, you can limit your success or how it's going to happen, right? We have an expert here, but Billy could probably later on wax eloquently on, you know, a great battle plan usually falls apart when you hit, when, when the enemy fires back at you, you know? Uh, you know, they were talking about the Battle of Midway. Did not go the way all the admirals planned, you know, um, because it never survives first contact with the enemy. And I, what's his name? Um, oh, the business guy. Uh, Dan Kennedy says, yeah, write a detailed business plan, throw it in the back of your room because you're never going to use it again once you open your doors, right? Because your clients will take you in a different direction. Uh, your employees are going to take you in a different direction. <clears throat> and at that point, I think it's him that says at that point you're herding cats anyway, so you're just trying to keep them on on track, right? But so let's say so our goal sheets, great. But I always think, and let's use our dear friend Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, you know, uh, talks about adding the why. You know, we may have a goal, but do you know why you've got that goal? What's the why, right? And um, and adding the why and what would it do for you? If I get this goal, which I say I want, why do I really want it? And what would that do for me? You know, it doesn't have to get too extravagant, but maybe I just want it because uh, I'll feel good when I get it. But have you, most of us will get a goal. And if you're going to do a vision board, we'll tie it in that. You'll put a picture of something up there. But do you think about why do you want it? You know, and what would it do for me? Do you use the old NLP things, right? Not going in how you're going to get there right away. But just what do you want, right? Why do you want it? What would it do for you, right? And those of us that do vision boards, this is where I started thinking about it because the other day I was looking at my vision board. It's kind of, it sits on one of my dressers and I can see it. It's kind of out of the side there. 
And I was looking at it and I, I didn't, uh, uh, as our friend, um, as our dear friend, let me say it right, um, David Goggins would say, and Billy's familiar with this, I did an after action report. I looked at it, right, and go, okay, what on this vision board did I get, right? What did I get close to? And what didn't even fucking just, it just like, I don't even know why it's on the board, you know, when I really look at it, right? So, but then what's the difference, right? So when you look at these things, right, what's the difference when people do vision boards and they say they work? Um, so I'm looking at the, my own, this is just my own after action. Well, I got this uh, because I, A, I really wanted it. I had a clear cut goal on why I wanted it and what it would do for me, right? A couple of them, I didn't get all the way there, but I got close, you know? Um, and it's like, wow, right? So my thought process was to go back and look at that, right? Like goal sheets, uh, which, you know, uh, uh, writing down what I want, but why not combine it, if you will, where, you know, pick a picture that could represent what I want, right? But then underneath it, write down, like what it would do for me. Why do I want this? What would it do for me, right? And put that, you know, like to me, underneath the picture. I can look at the picture and I know what's underneath the picture. Nobody else has to know what's underneath the picture, you know, but if, it, if it's the representation of it, like whatever it is, uh, a new truck, and let's say something like that, right? Lift, I know what it, I know why I want it, right? And I know what it would do for me. So what if you begin to combine those kind of things, right? So every time you glance at it, you know, your mind is always taking in this information. So every time you glance at it, you see like, boom, oh, that's what it is. You know, oh, that's what it is. So if you combine it. So my experiment, I'm gonna ask you to join me in is to create a vision board, but to put that with it. And I will share parts of mine because some of the pictures you can't figure out anyway. Uh, 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 right there's my low vision board right down here at the bottom there's an Achilles that's the Achilles tendon because that thing's been you know and underneath that is like ah flexible I can run again interesting story yesterday I was filming a scene for a horror film or a sci-fi whatever it is I don't know I just do what I'm told but anyway I get out of my truck because I drove up there to Tampa, it's about an hour, hour and a half drive. And you know how you get more mature when you get out of your car after an hour and a half drive? You're like, uh, uh, I am after like, you know, I lost track, but I think four or five knee surgeries and all this other stuff, right? So I'm like limping around and we get ready to do it. And he's telling me what to do. Okay, and then I want you to go down here. And when I go, actually, we're going to be running. I'll be chasing you with the camera, da, 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 da. And and he noticed too, the minute he yelled action, I ran without a limp, right? I was just running, doing the stuff he's telling, you know, follow my directions, right? Doing what he was telling me to do. Then he'd yell cut, then I would limp back into one till we would do the, you know, back to one as they call it. Go back there, let's, let's do it again. And so it lets me know there's something else going on in my head that, you know, there's a lot of... Um, Ethel Barrymore, who had real bad arthritis, right, in her hands and her feet, I think, and her hands be all like this. But when she would be on set or on stage, she did a lot of Broadway. Once she got on stage, her hands loosened up. 
and she would just do this, this, and this till the show was over and her hands would tighten up. And on stage, you know, once they yelled action, it's like, you know, it's that it's that dreaded placebo thing going on that we don't understand, right? So anyway, that's an aside. So anyway, that's why my Achilles are, I got that in two spots, right? Uh, with my knees, there's my knee. Let's picture my knee to get better because the Achilles and the knee, it's kind of a, there's a cascade negative effect going on, right? Uh, there's my six pack abs, there's this other stuff. All of these mean something to me and underneath it, it says why. There's my little like underneath says why, right? Which no one will know but me, right? So whatever it is, you know, down here, yeah, these are showrunners and big producer directors types, you know, but all this uh, means something to me, you know, and what it'll do for me. So I'm gonna ask you, why not create a vision board, but take the, take the thing and put, put your why and what it would do for you, right? And at the top of mind, I always say, I don't know how uh, this is gonna happen. I just know that it is to kind of free up. It may happen in conventional ways, but how many of us have had an experience where you want, you're, you're wanting a goal and then you meet the right person at the right time and it's kind of miraculous, right? You, 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 whatever it is, it's just, it came out of nowhere, people will say, whatever it is. So to me, I don't want to shut that off by too detailed of a plan. You know? So that's my experiment. I'm asking you all to join me in, you know, create a little vision board um, and put underneath the why and what it would do for you, kind of combine it, right? And again, no one needs to know what it is, right? And as Walt Disney said, uh, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So just do it, right? And those of us that have been around for a while, remember you used to have to go get magazines and cut out pictures when you were doing your vision boards and you, you'd ruin all these magazines or spend, you know, 30 or 40 bucks on magazines and to, just to cut out the pictures. Well, well, the great thing we got now, of course, is the internet. You can just... You know, I just Googled Achilles tendon images and then just printed the little picture. This, you know, something that would re represent financial freedom, images, until so you find one you like, right? And you just cut it out and use it. That's just, I just, because I still wanted to go out and buy all these magazines to cut out the picture. And I'm like, why don't I just print them now? I don't, you know, I, uh, so anyway, so just get started, right? My other Walt, the Walt, and I'm gonna screw it up, but the Walt Disney quote I love is when someone asked him about the movies it, when when he was still running Disney, is he would always say he didn't make movies to make money, he made money to make more movies. Right? So yeah, he might have a big blockbuster that, but guess what? That could fund his other movies that he wanted, you know. Um and to me, it's a good way of thinking, you know, is, you know, I don't, I don't train people in NLP to make money. I like to make money so I can train more people in NLP, right? Because I got to cover my bills. And if I'm making good money, I can do stuff dirt cheap. It doesn't really matter to me, uh, right? As opposed to other things. So it's, that's another aside, or is it for those of us that track this? So remember, the, the summary of this is about commitment, how to, you know, of course, I, I've been told I should be committed. So that, that's a slightly different story. Um, 
but sometimes you need to keep your goals to yourself. You know, um, example like uh, in the Bible it says, go into your closet to pray. No one needs to know what you're doing, right? Uh, and I would say, share sparingly your goals and dreams, right? And this is lessons from change, I would call it. Like, and those of us that are on the addiction world, you see people come in and they're going to quit drinking, quit drugging, whatever it is. Um, or the hypnotist here, you're going to client comes in and wants to stop smoking. And they always say, yeah, and then when I quit, all my friends will quit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck with that one, right? Uh, and because misery loves company. And whenever you change, it is threatening to everyone around you. That is, especially if they're stuck and they don't want to take the effort to change, you know, whatever that effort is. Uh, or they'll downplay it, like, you know, uh, oh, it won't work. I don't believe you believe that. Da 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 da. Um, you know, and, and we've seen that. How many of us jump into the world of hypnosis and NLP? You tell your friends and you're all excited and they make fun of it, right? Uh, you know, or they tease you about, or want to tease you. I remember I walked into a New Year's Eve party one time and I've been doing this for a while, right? And before that, it's kind of, I was an alcohol and drug counselor, it's the whole story, but I walk in after I start my practice to a New Year's Eve party at a, at a recovery club. And this one lady goes, ah, you still doing that, uh, that hypnosis crap, right? And I knew her and I said, yeah, and it's quite successful, you know? Uh, are you still doing that teaching crap? Because she was a teacher. You know, and she goes, well, it's my, it's my profession. I said, well, so is this, you know, the only difference is I probably make more money and don't have to deal with kids. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's my own personal thing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so kind of, you know, share sparingly. Because again, some of the people you think would support you might not. Could be friends, could be family, could be colleagues, you know, Um I don't hide the fact anymore. Our field of hypnosis and NLP is not the most supportive field in the in that I've been in. You know, you know, neither is actually the clinical world was a little bit more supportive than, of course, it's in their little version of the box, but still, um, you know, uh, you know, so so yeah, so you know, share sparingly, just like I tell all my hypnotist friends, NLP friends, if you've got a good idea, you're gonna make a product. Don't tell anybody in our world, right? You know, because I've literally been at a conference where someone was talking at it at a dinner about a great idea, and it was on another lady's website before the evening ended. Coming soon, right? <laughs> so, you know, that's the Seneca in me, but, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, share sparingly. Yeah, And there are some people that will support you. But uh, maybe just keep it close to the vest, as they would say, right? Uh, because again, if you start out on a path, even if you get there, if you got there by different means, you know, uh, it, it's kind of interesting. So that's just kind of what I wanted to talk about. Join me on the experiment of uh, the why, what would it do for you underneath your picture, if you're going to use pictures. Um, and let's all have an awesome year. And again, I'm Dr. Will Horton of NFNLP and drwillhorton.com. And I'd like to thank you for joining me on this seminar. I'm grateful to all the people in my life, my students, my colleagues, uh, the people that choose to be in my life uh, and have made efforts to stay in that as, as I do. 
and has supported me through some of my craziness, which is still ongoing. Uh, so, but again, I can't wait to see the footage I shot yesterday where I get ripped apart by a dragon when he adds the special effects. So it should be fun. So thank you all and have a great year.